This is Preps Casey's Football Friday Night. Preps Casey's Football Friday Night is brought to you by Remax, Comcast Xfinity, Price Chopper, BeUnion.com, the Sports Medicine and Performance Center at the University of Kansas Health System, Dick Sporting Goods, and the Deepest Quali Moore Law Firm. Here's your host, Dion Clisso, and the coach, Harold Wamsgons. Welcome to week one of the 2023 season of Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. Like the man said, I am your host, Dion Closo, joined as always by the coach, Harold Walmsgons. And coach, doesn't seem like it's football time again. It's that time of year, 14th year for Preps KC. Yes, no doubt we are rolling right along. Well, we're going to do a quick intro here to tell you who we got here in our first hour. Gardner Edgerson coach Jesse Owen, DeSoto coach Brian King, St. Thomas Aquinas coach Randy Darling, Sumner coach Andrew Wright. We're going to talk with Mike DePasquale from DePasquale Moore, talk about the great media day this week, and also GoPowerCat.com's Ryan Wallace, our Missouri Big Three games, our Grandview at William Christman. We're going to talk with Grandview coach Dan Dan Joyner. Um, Cole Young will do a small school stuff for us. Uh, we'll talk with Platte County coach Bill Lutz. He's got a REMAX Big 3 game with Kearney. And Lee Summit North coach Jamar Mosey, the biggest of the REMAX Big 3 games as they host Liberty North. And always closing it out with picks and our own Andy Meyer. And that we will get right into that here just after this quick break as we go into a yet another season of great football here in the Kansas City Metro. So Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick your next vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Honda, Toyota, Hyundai, Subaru, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 10 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen, and I'm proud of my baseball career. I've been very fortunate to receive many accolades, including being named to the All-Star team three times. When you need to sell a home, you want the best. That's the REMAX agent. Real estate all-stars that put in the time, have the dedication, and hustle to take you from for sale to sold. That's REMAX. And don't worry, they've done this a million times. Start your search today with the REMAX app. Each office independently owned and operated. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. I'm attorney Mike DiPasquale. After a car wreck, the last thing you want to do is trust the insurance company. These insurance companies try to rip off good people every single day. My law firm won't let you get ripped off. We'll fight to get you all the money you deserve, and you don't pay us a dime unless we win your case. If you've been hurt, call me. I've got this. Mike's got this. All you need to know. 816-888-7500. Mike's got this. Points, cash, gear, sports. With a Dick Scorecard, you earn points on all your purchases and get 3% back in rewards and access to exclusive deals and events. It's simple. Points lead to cash to buy gear so you can play more sports. Get your Dick Scorecard and start earning reward certificates today. Every season starts at Dick's. Hey, Chiefs Kingdom. This is Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs. To stay at the top of their game, the Chiefs have trusted the University of Kansas Health System for their care, and you can trust them to care for you too. Whether you're a pro athlete, a student athlete, or a fan who likes to stay active, the care remains the same. Because the University of Kansas Health System cares for the entire Chiefs kingdom. To request an appointment, visit kansashealthsystem.com. 
com slash chiefs. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick your next vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Honda, Toyota, Hyundai, Subaru, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 10 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Closo, joined as always by the coach, Harold Walmsgons. And a program like this wouldn't be possible. Uh, a great sponsor like the McCarthy Auto Group. Every year they donate 22, 23 $1,000 scholarships to the Greater Kansas City Football Coaches Association uh, Scholar Athlete Program. They're also the presenting sponsor of the Simone Awards and hand out a $5,000 scholarship there. And that's really just kind of the tip of the iceberg, what they do scholarship-wise here in the Kansas City Metro supporting sports and, and different uh, things all across it. And we couldn't do what we do without them. They are the founding partner of Preps KC. We appreciate everything they do. Let's go ahead and get back into the football and bring in Gardner Edgerton to coach Jesse Owen. And coach, uh, we've talked a few times in the offseason uh, since, since the last time you guys were on the field. I know a disappointing finish uh, coming up a little short there in the state championship game, but really a group of kids that had taken huge steps forward you get a lot of those kids back. Uh, this is you've got to feel good about this group, even though they didn't reach the ultimate. They really moved that program way forward this last year. Yeah, I feel great about the group, and and uh, you know we had a tremendous season and a, a mem- memorable uh, season, but uh, you know that was last season. <laughs> so I think you know whether we had come out uh, on top or, or you know regardless, it was last season. And it, it, you know, whether you win it or lose, it doesn't matter, kind of get better. And so, uh, but, but love the kids that are coming back. They're good kids. Uh, they're selfless kids and they've been doing all the right things in the, in the off season. They've had a good summer and we're off to a good start in our practices, but, um, we're, we have a lot, we have a lot to get done. We have a long ways to go before we're a, uh, a serious contender. Coach, we as having a week to go before you play that first game against Shawnee Mission East. Talk to us a little bit about your offensive skill people, particularly the senior group that comes back from last year. Well, I'd have to start with uh, Dylan Butash. Um, you know, he he's a running back for us and had a tremendous uh, season as a junior. Um, played down the stretch his sophomore year, so he's an ex- a very experienced guy. Um, and then, you know, we had a, a – fullback named Dawson Kindler, who had a tremendous season last year uh, in our offense. And, and it was really a, a prototypical type, you know, uh, fullback for what we would want within our system. Well, we've been working him at the linebacker position, uh, you know, all summer and early in fall camp because that linebacker position group was just kind of thin, you know, and Dawson is a competitive kid and he's a good football player and um, extremely unselfish kid. So he's been repping over there to help our team. Um, and, we, and we feel like we have a couple other young backs that may be able to step up and, and help kind of pick up some of the load that he carried for us last year. Um, so we've moved him to the defensive side. Um, up front, we have a three-year starter at center, Ethan Whitley, and he's kind of the captain of that offensive line group. Um, very experienced, seasoned kid, um, extremely competitive guy. Next to him, we have a big surge. You know, he'll be a two-year starter. Um, Gabe James, our left tackle, will be a two-year starter. So, 
we're returning some good uh, some good seniors up front uh, out at wide receiver. Colton Hawkinson is a returning starter at wide receiver. And then Randy Singleton uh, will be a two-way player for us this year. Very dynamic guy that will play in the secondary and at wide receiver. Um, both those guys will give us a big offensive boost, especially as we try to stretch the field uh, vertically, you know, on some play action. Defensively, you talk about that linebacker core needs a little bit of help and moving him over. Um, I, I like the way that group played last year. Um, how much of those guys do you bring back, and 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 what's their what's their what do they look like this season? Well, we lost six of our uh, front seven guys. You know, in our front seven, <laughs> uh, they 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 played really well, and especially down the stretch. And we just had some physical tough kids, uh, and and uh, so. We've got one of those guys back, senior Spencer Easley, is a defensive end for us, and uh, he's just a he's a a true leader for our team. He leads by example, brings it every day in practice. He's one of the best practice players uh, I've ever coached. I mean, he has a motor. Um, we returned three secondary players, uh, Cameron and Eli Porter. They're twins, and they're terrific, uh, very physical guys. And then Randy Singleton, who I already referenced on offense, he's a returning safety for us. And then we have a bunch of young, inexperienced guys who are going to <laughs> step in, uh, replacing, you know, the seven to eight starters we lost on defense. Um, I will say though, Coach McCall has those guys playing. I mean, they're they. I would I would say right now they're a little further along than our offense is. Um, and when we do hook up against one another in scrimmage, the defense has had the the upper hand. And so I'm very pleased with those young guys on defense, and and, and the way they progressed. Well, tell me, when you look at the Sunflower League, you know, I've talked to quite a few of the coaches and really in class six, a on the, on the East bracket, it, you know, there's, there's the top teams that, you know, like you guys in Latham North have been there the last few years, but the, the, the lower part in the middle class are, are getting better, you know, and not that I think Shawnee Mission South or Shawnee Mission North are going to make big runs, but those are improving programs with a lot of players back. And then you look at Olathe East, they're taking a step forward. Olathe South is is going to be pretty solid. A uh, Blue Valley West, you know, all the you know the Blue Valley, and then you know Blue Valley Northwest isn't going anywhere. It's a. It, we were talking with Ryan Wallace uh, when with his segment, and there's going to be a game in that six A bracket where somebody's going to go, "Whoa, that just happened!" And <laughs> so you got you got to strap it on week and be ready to go through your schedule, and then also when it comes postseason time. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, we opened with Shawnee Mission East, and and uh, I know Coach Semino is going to get that program going in the right direction, and I know he already has. And uh, his kids are going to be tough, and they're going to be strong, and and they're going to respect the game and play the game the right way. And so we know we're going to have a, a, our hands full, you know, right off the bat. As you mentioned, Shawnee Mission South's improving. Uh, then we go late the West with with Coach Weemers and all of his uh, experience that he has, and then. And then Mill Valley, and and then Olathe North, and then Lawrence, and then a much improved Olathe East team, and then you know an Olathe South team uh, that kind of clipped us late in the season last year. And so our schedules, <laughs> it's 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 challenging every week, and, and we have really good coaches in our league. And then all of a sudden you get into the playoffs, and here come those EKL schools, <laughs> and the Blue Valley Northwest, and Blue Valley North, and Blue Valley West, and and so. Uh, yeah, you can't take a week off, and and uh, we have a lot of respect uh, for, like I said, a lot of the head coaches and and what they do with their programs uh, because they they do it the right way. So, 
Well, that's one thing you can say about the Sunflower League is everybody's trying. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. We, uh, it's it. You know, the the league uh, has always been one of the better leagues in the state. You know, I'm sure there's some years where another league could argue that maybe they were a little deeper, but uh, our league is always right there. If it's not the best, it's it, it's it's right there year in year out. And then the teams on the upper half of our league have always been some of the best teams in the state, you know, regardless of classification. So, yeah, we uh, we're, we're happy to to represent our league, uh, you know, each and every week and and, and play for our league, and, and uh, we've got some tough competition within the league. Coach, it's okay. It's all good. It's good when you were in the target on your back, right? That's okay. It forces your kids to play better. Yeah, it, and and <laughs> you know. Like I said, last year was last year, and and this is a new year, and and I remind our kids often that you, you know you can't allow praise to get to you, just like you can't allow criticism to get to you. You know you've got to stay right here, and you've got to be focused on what you need to do today to get better, and that's great great attention span and great effort. And if you start allowing that external stuff, whether it's people talking about how good you're going to be or people maybe you know, not, not thinking you're going to be good. If you allow that to cloud your judgment in your mind, that's going to affect your performance. And so we really try to just stick to the, the, the day by day routine. And I know that sounds cliche, but I think that's really the best blueprint to kind of go, go about your business. And, and fortunately our kids are, are kind of buying into that and, and they're doing it. So hopefully we can continue to kind of move in that direction. Well, coach, it should be a fantastic season. Good luck. We appreciate you taking time with us. Thank you, man. I appreciate it as always. Good luck to you guys as well this season. Well, Coach Walms, I, I know that uh, Coach Owen at, at Gardner, is, he, he likes this group, but he's got a lot of young players on that defense. That's got to be a fun group to kind of watch them grow as the season goes on. And that defense will be challenged in the Sunfire League. They'll be out to play well against them. No doubt about that. All right, let's go ahead and move on to DeSoto Coach Brian King here as we open up our season here on Preps KC's Football Friday night. And you guys got a week to wait, uh, so um, you don't get to get going this week, but uh, – how have you guys been just dealing with the heat uh, this last week and 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 getting ready? I know the, the summer's been pretty good weather-wise, and then we get right into fall camp, and this thing breaks on us this week. How, how have you guys adjusted? Yeah, we got that nice weather week one, and then this all hits, and uh, you know you, you tell the kids, control what you control. So we got to go in the mornings, and our kids are getting here, and you know they get here at 5 o'clock, and we've had 125 kids here every morning um, working. So they're adjusting well. And some of them actually tell you they like the morning practices. And I don't know. Once again, the routine. But, yeah, they've been doing a pretty good job. We've just got to make adjustments where you have to and modifications. And But they've been showing up every morning working hard, doing a good job. Coach, how many seniors do you have back from that really good team of 2022? You know, that group, and I think the number is maybe like 22 or 24. So there's not a whole lot of seniors. But I think eight or nine of those kids started as sophomores. So they've been a pretty big group that's been pretty important to us the last few years. And I think that when they were sophomores, we we're just kind of thin with our numbers in the upper class. We have the Schultz brothers rolling here through here that were really good. And um, but we just didn't have a whole lot of numbers. And so those sophomores were called upon very early. So there's not a lot of them. There's I think 23 of them or something like that, but but eight or eight to nine of them started as sophomores. Well, and that's you know, you don't necessarily ever want to be that young. <laughs> probably but but it but a lot of times those are the groups that turn into the the really salty ones come junior and senior year just getting that much exposure if they can kind of make their way through uh what kind of growth have you seen out of these guys uh that's really got you um you know you knew you'd see some growth what what is there anything that's got you surprised and and even more excited 
No, they just, they're just experienced now. They just, they've, they've played enough varsity football. They kind of understand the game. They're recognizing things sooner. And I told, us, told them the biggest enemy for us this year, like last year that senior group came in, and there, there was a solid group of kids, um, great character kids. But there really were no, like, maybe big-name kids in that senior class last year that maybe, like, as far as first-team all-conference kids, we only had a couple. And I thought they maybe maybe deserve some more recognition they got. But, but there weren't really big-name kids last year. They just showed up on game day. Like those just those seniors last year come Friday night just showed up because some people didn't know what to expect from us because we had lost quite a bit. Um, and I kind of challenged this year's group. Like we got some talent. We got a lot coming back. Our biggest enemy is going to be complacency. And this group's been anything other than complacent. And they're a group in practice. I got to pull the reins back every day because they're just wanting to go full tilt. <laughs> and they're trying to make every thud or c- control contact into live. Like they're coming downhill. They're ready to go. So they're experienced. They're hungry. And they've, they've seen a lot of varsity football and, and, uh, they're excited for the season. Coach, talk to us a little bit about your offensive line, and I know there's a, several group of those guys coming back and how you feel about them with week one just a week away. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, they've done a great job, and that's where it all starts. And those guys don't get enough credit. And those, those are the dudes that make it all happen. And last year, man, they, they, they're the big part of the reason we had the success last year because they set the tone up front. Um, some returners there is Jack Richards, and he's about a – I think he's about six foot, 275-pound kid. Um, but man, he's strong and I, I, I mean, he's squatting 450, but the dude can run and he can change direction. Um, returning for Seth Goins, who's uh six, seven, 368 pounds. Jeez. Uh, was on that line as well. And he's, which started last year and he, he gets on a double team on an ace cause he's a guard and he loves, he loves contact. He's got good feet. So he's returning for us this year. And, uh, another kid is kind of, it's funny. We had is uh Walker Brown. He's a kid that got banged up for us last year and he was about six, one, 215 and all of a sudden he's 6'4, 265. Like oh, he's wow. worked hardest offseason. Uh Kimball Sweeney's another kid who played on the line D line last year. And he's about six foot two sixty, but another unique kid. All those kids can move. Um, and there's a James Dykes who's six foot two sixty. And then we got like Brett Tickle, and he's like six one, 190 pound, beer releasing wrestler, kind of undersized guy, but they're doing a great job. But it all starts up front. Those guys don't get enough credit. Defensively, what do you like? Um, you got a lot of experience in that secondary. I think Cole Heitman's been a earned some all state recognition all conference a couple of years, and then Charlie Tadlock all conference a couple of years, and Davis Barr they've been starting back there. Um, so that state the secondary is fast, they are physical, they have to get downhill, and they're experienced now. And we got a lot of good length back there. We got a couple of sophomores, juniors that are I've never had these bodies that are six, two, six, three <laughs> sophomores that are dunking with two hands and just long. Um, and then as our linebacker court, Baylor Bell started, played a lot as a sophomore, and Sean Gibson played a lot the last few years. And um, they're kind of returning that linebacker core and they're experienced and they're fast and they're physical, doing a great job. And then defensively, again, we got Charlie Wolben. You probably heard, picked up an offer from KU and he picked up an offer from Nebraska. And he's got a handful of other schools talking to him. He's going to be a junior, but he's, he's 6'6", 215 pounds. And he's unique because he's a 10-foot broad jump, 37-inch vertical, and 4.2 GPA. 30 ACT kid. Like, you don't, I don't know where these come from. <laughs> and then Josh Tate's in the interior, and he's just a really strong kid that's coming on strong. And then we have a couple other seniors that are rotating in there, doing a great job. And Kimball Sweeney, who plays a line, will rotate there as well. So excited about that group. It all starts up front. Well, it's just, it sounds like you guys are primed for another uh, strong year. The UKC's tough. You got, you got a good schedule, but uh, it's, uh, it's always uh, good to see you guys doing well. And we appreciate you taking time with us. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for taking time with me today and looking forward to the season.
All right, that's DeSoto coach Brian King. He does a great job out there with the Wildcats. We come back, we're going to talk with St. Thomas Aquinas coach Brandy Dryling and Sumner coach Andrew Wright. Those are Preps KC's football Friday night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick your next vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Honda, Toyota, Hyundai, Subaru, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 10 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. When you're looking for a real estate agent, you want someone who has all the knowledge, has the right tools, dots all the I's. Someone good enough to throw a no-hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for REMAX. You need an agent who has all the answers, understands the numbers, and sees all the possibilities. When you're looking for an agent who knows all their stuff, from for sale to sold, my pick is REMAX. And relax, they've done it a million times. Start your search today with the REMAX app, each office independently owned and operated. At Price Chopper, we're always chopping prices. Just like we're always making sure you get the best cut every time. Our expert meat cutters work hard to give you the freshest cuts of KC Pride beef you love at a price you'll love even more. And with our 200% guarantee on KC Pride beef, you can be sure you're giving your family the very best. For freshness, selection, and low prices, Kansas City knows. Price Chopper. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. I'm attorney Mike DePasquale. I played linebacker. I won a state championship. I played Division I ball. I know a thing or two about winning. A winning attitude starts with confidence. My law firm is so confident in what we do that if we take your injury case and we don't win, you don't pay us a dime. So if you've been hurt, call me. My team wants to win for you. I've got this. Mike's got this. All you need to know. 816-888-7500. Mike's got this. Hey, it's Derek Johnson, and I'm pumped up both for football season and school season. Chief Metal Workers Local Number 2 want to make this your best school year ever, so they're awarding a $15,000 facilities enrichment grant. Parents, teachers, and students can submit nominations at helpmymocanschool.com with a winner selected October 21st. Make this the best school season ever and get your nominations to helpmymocanschool.com. Proudly powered by Sheet Metal Workers Local Number 2. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick your next vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Honda, Toyota, Hyundai, Subaru, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 10 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Walmsgons, and a program like this wouldn't be possible without a great partner like the University of Kansas Health System Sports Medicine and Performance Center. Again, this year, there'll be a Saturday morning sports medicine walk-in clinic, Saturday mornings from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m., starting August 26th through November 18th. The clinic is staffed by sports medicine, primary care physician, and treats sports injuries, including orthopedic injuries and concussions for middle school, high school, and adult athletes. There's also a same-day clinic 
at the Indian Creek campus on I-435 in Knoll. Patients with acute orthopedic injuries like sprains, strains, and fractures can walk in and see an orthopedic expert without an appointment. Injuries happen in everyday life or playing sports. And I can honestly attest to that as my son got his arm broken at school this past year and we went to uh, the walk-in clinic over there on 435 and all on a Saturday and they got him all taken care of and he healed fantastically. Um, and they did a great, they did a great job. They just basically put him in, put him in a sling and told him not to do anything from you for six weeks, but he's all, all healed up. All right, let's go ahead and get back in the football. And we're joined now by St. Thomas Aquinas coach, Randy Dryling and coach. You don't have to worry about playing in it, the heat on Friday. Cause you guys don't play for another week. You get blue Valley West open the season. Great game, by the way, <laughs> that's going to be a fun one. Uh, but you've been dealing with the heat practicing all week long, like everybody else has. Uh, is that, uh, is that slowed you down or, or how are you guys doing with that? Well, it certainly has changed things. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's not like the old days. I mean, you know, there's it's kinder, gentler, everything is, uh, and I keep wondering when you're going to get used to, you know, we got to get used to the heat at some point, but we have gone one evening and the other times in the mornings at five 30 and our kids absolutely love the five 30 practices. They, they totally embrace them. I think if the weather would permit, they do them all year long. But uh, so really, it hasn't affected practice time at all. And I just worry a little bit about I'm sure the first game is going to be some type of uh, temperature higher than it is at 530 in the morning. Coach, as you think about that and as you look at the game coming up in 10 days or so, talk to us a little bit about your offensive line and how experienced you are in 2023 from the group that returns from 2022. Well, we do have um, pretty much all five starters back, all those guys, plus another guy that started. Um, so we have plenty of experience there. I can't always tell that every day. Uh, our tight end's back, our quarterback's back on offense. So, you know, it's been a so much a learning year, more of a, you know, a polishing year for those guys, I, I think would be a way to put it. Well, with a good group like that coming back, especially the offense you run, um, like you say, it's, it is more polishing. It's more kind of getting those mesh points down and things like that. How's that going? Uh, the last time I saw you was all-star practice, and you were trying to teach guys how to take a snap under center. So I'm assuring that this is much much more rela- much more calming and soothing coaching that than the all-star game. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know about that, but yeah, that was something else. I, I, I'll, I will tell you that. Uh, no, this was uh, – no, it's been – you know, uh, I don't want to say a different year, but, you know, the expectations are, hey, we know this stuff. We've just got to get really, really good at it and, and polish it, as you said. And I think that's what our, you know, that's what we've been focusing on. It's, it's kind of cool having everybody back or most guys back. And, uh, but it's still, you know, they're still high school kids and they're still, you know, they're not eat, eating and sleeping football like we do, but, uh, you know, they're, I would say way ahead of where we were a year ago. Coach, what are the keys to having a great mesh point? You flex bone people always talk about and option people about the mesh point. What are the keys to that success? Well, I think, you know, the, the, the one thing is you got to get a good snap from your center and uh, it sounds simple, but you know, that dictates everything. If it's clean, then you've got a chance. And I think the, the number one deal with the mesh is the fullback, you know, as he reads the offensive line and and they're blocking, he's still got to stay on his path until that ball is in his gut. And uh, quarterback's got to take the same steps. You know, that part's really not that hard as far as, uh, you know, 
without it being live. It's not that hard to do. But when it's live, now everything changes. The bullets are flying faster, and, and you've got to read that guy and make a decision. But by and large, I think our quarterback's done a pretty good job of it this year. Defensively, what, what have you seen on that side of the ball? Well, we've got more guys back on defense, uh, honestly. Um, let's see. I think I'd, I'd have to guess at it, but we lost one DN, one corner, maybe. Um, so we got a lot of guys back over there with some experience also. And honestly, at the first scrimmage, they kicked their, they kicked their butts pretty good. It was a little bit embarrassing. So, But I, I don't mind that. I'd love to have a great defense, you know, assuming they, they do that well against everyone we play. Well, coach, coach as you look at, oh, excuse go ahead, me, go ahead, Dion. No, go ahead, coach. You got it. Coach, talking about your defense and your position groups on defense in the EKL, which of your position groups, if any, if, if there's a difference, have the greatest amount of stress throughout well, the season? Right. I think, you know, the, the thing that hurt us uh, last year, especially in like the semifinal, we were not getting any pressure on quarterbacks. And, uh, you know, you'd like to think, High school quarterbacks aren't going to complete that many passes, but that's not true nowadays. Sometimes the kid gets hot and and they can throw. So I think that's the biggest uh, change that we're going to make this year, and the biggest difference is going to be the fact that we can you know, put some pressure on some quarterbacks. Because uh, once you get out of your comfort zone back there, then it becomes a different element. You know, you got to scramble a little bit, you got to move, you got to move your feet around. And I think hopefully we can do a better job of that these guys are more experienced now and and uh, bigger, faster, and stronger. And so hopefully we can put some more pressure on quarterbacks, you know, mess up the timing a little bit. Well, and it didn't help that Mac Armstrong already completed like 80% of his passes anyway. I mean, he was he was hyper-accurate <laughs> in that semifinal game. Well, Coach, it should be a fantastic season. Good luck, and we appreciate you taking time with us. Thanks for what you guys do for football in Kansas City. Well, Coach Walms, Coach Drawling, I, I think he likes this group. And uh, uh, he's he thinks – I think he – I think he's enjoying the – the polishing more than the than having to teach. Well, you know what? They have a lot of momentum coming from last year, and they're really good up front. All right, let's move on to another coach and bring in Andrew Wright from Sumner. And Coach, uh, we were just talking before we, we, we brought you in about uh, the media day uh, yesterday with Deepa Swally, and we're going to talk to him a little uh, bit later in the show. Um, what has that meant to your program the last three years to be able to be a part of that? Well, it's just incredible. I mean, it's, um, you know, just thinking back on its first year, two years ago to what it's become now, it's been unbelievable. But, you know, the 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 generous uh, donations Mike sends out to all these high schools is just unbelievable. I, need, I know people don't really know how much uh, football equipment costs. And so those things add up. And so it's very beneficial, not only to us, but to other uh, high schools around our area. Well, and, you know... It- had oh sorry, ahead, <laughs> we had Dan, pretty much everybody. We had pretty much everybody from the Meadowlark League mm-hmm. there, um, and you know, including Speaker Highland Park, who's new, uh, which was a great addition. I didn't know what that was going to be like last year, and they were fun. They yeah, were they fun football. Some, <laughs> it's a great athlete. athletes. They had so, some some athletes that we haven't seen around here for a while. Yeah, and and so th- it was really good to see all. And I, the state of your league is good. And, and I think that you could see that yesterday in the dudes that were on the stage at, from all those schools in the KCK and the Pika. Yeah, it's gotten better. I mean, it's gotten better, but, you know, it gets better because of, you know, coaches coming back and continuity. You know, you kind of just um, you build year, year after year after year. And, you know, the more you do it and the more the, the, the student athletes kind of know from you, 
um, you know, the more success you're going to have. And so we've had, again, we used to have coaches turnovers, but I believe everyone's back this year. Um, and I think that's correct for about two years now. So, I mean, I think so, yeah. you're seeing that, you're, you're seeing that, that kind of that fruits of that labor around our league. Coach, talk to us for just a few minutes about the summer activities that you and your staff and your players have been through this summer. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we had our uh, our league seven on seven uh, this year, which was a lot of our district schools plus Piper. Um, Highland Park came in, and I think Southeast from uh, over Casey Mo came over, and so we got a lot of good on the field on the field work with uh, all those schools, and then uh, kind of your normal strength and conditioning, and then team camp. Um, and so it, it's been a different summer in terms of teaching. I would say, you know, we lost a lot last year. We lost, we were a senior laden team, uh, you know, seven and three had a really good year, but you know, um, a majority of our scoring is gone. And so <laughs> trying to replace that, I believe 90% of our scoring is gone from last year. So trying to replace that, it's much been much more of a, a teaching, I would say fall camp, uh, than years past because, um, you know, some of these kids are, are new, not new to our program, but, you know, new to, you know, far varsity level football. When you look at the squad, um, is, is the, is their defense a little ahead of the offense with all that scoring gone or, um, or a lot of those guys play on both sides. So you're, you're kind of replacing the same thing. Yeah. It, we're kind of replacing the same thing, to be honest with you. You know, I looked at our roster, um, when, you know, we got our final kind of head count. And I'm just looking through and I'm like, man, we lost, you know, this amount of scoring, this amount of tackles, this amount <laughs> of defense production. But I would say the the strength of our team uh, is up front, though, because we we did bring back four of the five starting offensive linemen. And we did bring back uh, a partial uh, starting unit on our defensive line. So up front, I feel good about it. It's more of the, the skill kids like, you know, just trying to get better every day and, and trying to, you know, they're going to gain experience and. I always say this about our team. I hope we're always playing our best football in October. That's our goal every year. And so, you know, these first couple of weeks are going to be for especially some of these kids, you know, the eye, the eyes wide open, you know, man, this is a lot different than Monday afternoon JV. And it's like, yeah, it is. And so, you know, just trying to um, correct those mistakes because they're going to happen, but trying to uh, correct them as fast as we can will probably be our keys to success. But I do like our team up front, our offensive and defensive lines. Um, but you know, we do have inexperience in the back end on our defense. We do have inexperience, um, at our receiver spots, our, our running backs and all that. Coach, what about your quarterback position? Yeah. Our quarterback position, uh, Jaden Gordon's going to be our starting quarterback, uh, for this year, but he was our leading or, or had the most TDs in our wide receiver room last year. So he's coming and transferring over to a different position, but he's an athlete. He's a, uh, um, he's a good kid and, um, he's just overall, like I said, really good athlete. He's our starting catcher for our baseball program. He's, uh, you know, one of the starting guards for our basketball team. And so his adjustment has gone really well. You know, we've been very fortunate to have starting quarterbacks in our program for like two years. Like we generally get them as a junior. Um, and we have them for two years. Um, and so he played quarterback a little bit last year, but, um, you know, being the full-time starter is kind of a different you know, it's a different animal, you know, when you're uh, getting every snap, but he's done great in our preseason uh, camp so far. Well, and he survives you as a head coach for two out of his three seasons. I mean, you're the head, <laughs> head baseball coach too. So he's, he's, he's overcome yeah. a lot. Hasn't he? Yeah, he has, he has, you know, I, I joked, I'm like, wow, we're on our last go around here. So, you know, but he's, uh, he's been, he's a fantastic baseball player. He started as a freshman for us. So 
um, but just a good athlete and can handle kind of the pressures that comes with being a quarterback, a starting quarterback, you know, you're viewed as the leader of the team. And so uh, he's, he's kind of learning and getting into that role as well. Well, coach, it should be a fantastic season. Uh, enjoy your, your heat workouts here in the next couple of days. Hopefully that'll break and uh, you guys can have a cooler Friday night than what Missouri's going to go through uh, this week. And we'll chat with you again soon. Fingers crossed. I appreciate it guys. Thank you so much. All right, that is Sumner coach Andrew Wright. Uh, he's got a wake to wait, but uh, they'll hit the ground running here before long. All right, we come back. We're going to talk with Mike DePasquale from the DePasquale Moore Law Firm and GoPowerCat.com's Ryan Wallace. Listen to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find. But shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick your next vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Honda, Toyota, Hyundai, Subaru, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 10 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Points, cash, gear, sports. With a Dick Scorecard, you earn points on all your purchases and get 3% back in rewards and access to exclusive deals and events. It's simple. Points lead to cash to buy gear so you can play more sports. Get your Dick Scorecard and start earning reward certificates today. Every season starts at Dick's. At Price Chopper, we're always chopping prices. Just like we're always making sure you get the best cut every time. Our expert meat cutters work hard to give you the freshest cuts of KC Pride beef you love at a price you'll love even more. And with our 200% guarantee on KC Pride beef, you can be sure you're giving your family the very best. For freshness, selection, and low prices, Kansas City knows. Price Chopper. Like baseball, real estate is a numbers game, and you need an agent that understands the numbers. Numbers like two Cy Youngs, the 1985 championship MVP, and throwing a no-hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for REMAX. REMAX agents have all the experience and the knowledge to take you from for sale to sold. They understand the numbers and can help you through the process. Relax, they've done it a million times. It's why no one in the world sells more real estate. Start your search today with the REMAX app, each office independently owned and operated. Hey, Chiefs Kingdom, this is Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs. To stay at the top of their game, the Chiefs have trusted the University of Kansas Health System for their care. And you can trust them to care for you, too. Whether you're a pro athlete, a student athlete, or a fan who likes to stay active, the care remains the same. Because the University of Kansas Health System cares for the entire Chiefs Kingdom. To request an appointment, visit kansashealthsystem.com chiefs. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick your next vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Honda, Toyota, Hyundai, Subaru, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 10 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. 
Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Closo, joined as always by the coach, Harold Walmsgans. And a program like this wouldn't be possible without a great partner like the Deep Esquale Moore Law Firm. Every year, they have been a big part, actually a bigger part every year, uh, of okay. Kansas City High School football. And uh, they've sponsored the Coaches Association, they did the Combine, the College Night, um, they did the uh, help out with the all-star game. They help programs all across the Metro with their grants. We just completed our third annual media day. And uh, every week we're joined by Mike DePasquale from there. And, and Mike, let's just talk about the media day yesterday, 18 teams. Uh, we had it at Arrowhead. Um, nothing against where we had it before. Great venue. Uh, yeah. I grew it, uh, but we we're at Arrowhead. Yeah. I grew it. yeah. Uh, and, and over 200 people there. 18 teams with the players and, and even more, te- you know, other players that came and youth players. I had a, a, a father and a son and a, a mother come up to me, come to find out uh, my wife taught the daughter last year in Raytown. They were okay. one of the youth players that were there and, you know, they were really excited to be there. Did, did When you started thinking about this a few years ago, did you ever have any idea it no, would be what it was no, yesterday? <laughs> not at all. And so the what I started with, I was actually I was watching a, a Pac-12, you know, rest in peace almost game. I was watching an Oregon game late at night one night, and I thought to myself, man, when I was in high school, if I had cool uniforms like Oregon, man, I would have thought I would have because I, I I believe in the um, the look good, play good mantra. Mm-hmm. I was like, I would have been even better. So what I what we did was we we kind of we thought all right so who needs cool uniforms in town we reached out to you know the coaches in the at the in the Kansas City Missouri and Kansas City Kansas public schools we met with them and we realized that my sinking suspicion that they needed uniforms was um, about the last thing they needed okay they needed helmets shoulder pads cameras the stuff that all the other schools in the area have to compete and I'll specifically remember. You know, Coach uh, William Lowe, who's now in California, but was at Lincoln Prep and really, you know, brought Lincoln on the doorstep of, you know, winning the state championship a couple times. I think they ran into probably Smithville or somebody. Yeah. I don't remember who, but they just couldn't get past him. And he told me, you know, he's like, we don't have an end zone camera or sideline camera, something like that. Well, as you know, every team out there has got 16 different cameras to shoot every single angle these days. So I realized that these these teams that were playing – you know, in, in these leagues, UIL, I forget what the KCK league's called. Now, is it the Meadowark League? Meadowark. Meadowark. It's the state of Kansas. Okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the feisty little bird. But in any event, that they were to, they were at a competitive disadvantage. You could take the uniforms off. They could wear practice jerseys. But they were at a competitive disadvantage from an equipment technology standpoint. And so that's where that's where we started going with it. I had no idea where it would go. I just wanted to give some kids some Oregon uniforms. And – it ended up where it is today and it's a blast and I love it. And I love meeting all these kids. I've gotten to know a lot of these coaches. They're all great guys. Like I said yesterday to the players in life, you got to have people that are going to help enable your vision. And that's what these guys do for these kids. Okay. Whether they win 13, 14 games, win state championships, big deal. They have role models in their life. Like their coaches, you know, coach Cam Smith, you know, um, all these guys have gotten over the years are just doing this to build these kids into better men. And I love it because I had people like that in my life. Yeah, no, it, it, it like I said, when we first did it two years ago. This is the third time we've done it. Uh, you know, we were uh, down on the plaza in a, in a banquet room and um, we had 10 schools, I think that first year. And that was a lot of fun. Then we added a few more. Um, and then Stephanie Moore, who works for you, who put this together, shout out to her for all her Stephanie's the best. She's the best. <laughs> Uh, for all her hard work, but uh, no, uh, 
it was 18 schools this year. The kids, I think, are getting the I, 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 some kids are good at talking. Some kids are. There's a couple of those kids where I was like, they, I, I didn't think I was going to get the mic back from. No, like my, there was a guy from. There was a guy from Highland Park named Adrian. Yes. He didn't want to give you that mic back. He's <laughs> no, a good he was, kid. He was ready to go. So it's a it's a neat experience, I think, for them. Um, you know, some of those kids that might be the only time they get to Arrowhead. Yeah. Until later in life. I mean, you know, because it's not they're not a given that everybody can go to a Chiefs game. Um, and you know, so just being in that building and uh everything that went into that, and it's it's fun. Now, you know, we talk about the combine too. You did that the, this summer, and um, that's that's free to, pl- to to players for members of the coaches association. And, uh, that's a great event, but it, it's really been since since you started your, you and your firm and your foundation have started doing this. It's really been fun to do, and I'll admit to you, you know, I I, I enjoy doing it. That being said, there is still I mean that was the largest group of people I've ever spoken to. I in know. My life. You did it, was job, not, yeah. it wasn't even close. I figured out what I did though. I turned my body to the people. So I had my back to everybody pretty much the whole time. And that made it easier not, not yeah, thinking you about it. I saw a few people. No, you so, did a yeah, great job. It was it's it's fun. And I think through the pandemic where we didn't do things like that, I and mean, we we did it just kind of coming out of the right. pandemic. Um, in the last few few times I've been able to get out and go to games or do things. That's what it's about. It's the relationships that those coaches are building with those players. And even with what you and I do, building those relationships with those coaches and players is what makes high school football so great and how, how much fun we have doing this. Well, and, and we've talked about this before. You know, I went on and played five years of college football, and I had a great experience, and I made some lifelong friends. And I, I had some coaches there that I was relatively close with, okay? But I still – my tightest relationships are still – with the guys who coached me in high school football and high school basketball. And in fact, one of my coaches last year, um, and I grew up in Wichita, he's now in California coaching. He was in Kansas City for a wedding. He skipped some activities and came out and watched my son play in a game I coached last year. And it was a very special moment for me because this guy, Tony Mills is his name, former Wichita State baseball player. He he meant a lot to me in my life. We're still good friends. And those are the relationships I made – 20 plus years ago, you know, I'm 43 years old now. I met him when I was 16. So do the math on that. I mean, that these <laughs> kids don't know it yet, but they're going to have relationships with these guys that go on the rest of their lives. And these coaches, most of them know it. Some of the young coaches might not, but they're how much of an impression they're leaving on these kids. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, we're looking forward to everything that's going to happen this year. We've got the, uh, the game of the week this week, San Joe Lafayette at center should be a, a good one. And uh, look oh, yeah. everything, looking forward to everything you guys do and uh, appreciate chatting with you again. And we'll chat with you again next week. Awesome. Thanks, Dion. Well, Coach Wams, uh, Mike DePasquale, it was such a great media event yesterday and seeing all those teams and uh, talking to those coaches. And he's done so much for high school football here in the Metro. He sure has. And I think the media day is so good for all of those players to get that exposure that they may not get during the regular season. Well, I hate to be formulaic, but uh, this is what we do every year. We close out the Kansas hour with gopowercat.com's Ryan Wallace. And we are thrilled to have him uh, back again this year. Looking forward to having him do some stuff with us and for us. And um, when his travels keep him in the Metro, uh, but uh, Ryan, what, what do we see? I mean, you've been to a lot of stuff this off season. You've seen a lot of, a lot of different teams, whether it's seven on seven, some combines and things like that. What stood out to you this summer um, that's kind of got you ready, you know, really excited about football? Well, stop me if you've heard this before, but uh, Mill Valley once again looks pretty <laughs> strong in 5A. Um, uh, and and again, stop me if you've heard this before. The 6A East is 
kind of a crapshoot once again. Yeah. I mean, you could see a number of different teams um, being strong. So I, I think by and large, maybe the biggest takeaway that I had this offseason is that um, it's going to be I think it's going to be a highly competitive race uh, in 6A. Um, I think 5A, there are some teams that are on the rise. But again, until you do it, it's still Mill Valley's, you know, crown that they'll wear. Um, And I think in 4A, I'm always excited about 4A, but I I think we're bound for uh, if things go the way that I think they will. we're, We're bound to see you know, another one of these uh, Aquinas Miege kind of matchups, which I think this year could be a lot of fun because I think Aquinas has uh, a lot of pieces back to kind of get back to their ways. And uh, this is a Miege team that Dion seems like they're going a bit under the radar, which is out of the norm for them because North Blue Valley Northwest has been so good in the EKL lately. Um, you know, I, I think, Blue Valley, uh, or excuse me, you're starting to see Gardner Edgerton get a lot more pub in 6A. Um, but again, they're not at the 6A level, but I still feel like Miege is a team that obviously could compete at 6A if they wanted to. Uh, and, and they've got a lot of pieces back. They seem to be flying under the radar for some reason this year. How would you compare the west side in 6, 5, and 4 to the east side that you just talked about? You know, I think with the 4A, uh, I've seen Wamigo take big steps. Um, and obviously I, I thought that they had their best team last year. Um, I don't really know much else about what's out there in 4A this year. I think Wichita Collegiates got a, a real chance to be there this year. Are they I, I can't remember if they're three or four. I think um, they're three. Yeah, I think they're three. So uh disregard that. I, I think for 4A it's it, it's gonna be a strong out east. I think 5A uh, has a chance to um, be competitive. Uh, Bishop Carroll is a team that I look at uh, and that I'll see in week one that I think has a lot of pieces to be really competitive in 5A West and um, could definitely get to the title game. And then in in 6A West, to me, uh, I know Manhattan is hopeful that they've they've got enough to kind of try and run it back. Um, but I think that that senior class last year was just so tight knit that they'll have maybe troubles getting, um, I don't want to say the buy-in, but just the, the cohesiveness that they had last year, the two teams, I think in six, a out West that just look head and shoulders above everybody is Derby and Wichita Northwest. And it's a tale of Derby kind of having that team back, um, and, and a team that's really united, and a full buy-in, no distractions like we saw last year, you know, with the Dylan Edwards class. You've got Brandon Clark's son as the quarterback. So they've got all the pieces there. And then you've got a Wichita Northwest team that is going to be young, but is arguably the most talented roster in 6A, uh, it, whether it be West or East. Um, it's just going to be about Coach Martin getting that team, um, you know, to – you know, ride the storm out and grow as the season goes on. And and I see those two teams just having a whale of a battle in November. Well, I, I, I think me age will be good this year. And as I was doing a sideline at the Shawnee mission North relay, someone leaned over the fence and told me they were going to be good this year and to watch out for them. So that's my inside. Uh, I'm assuming a me age backer wanted to make sure I knew that I thought they'd be pretty good. You know, and, and you look at, you're talking about six, a as a, as a crapshoot. 
I think what, and just talking to some of the guys in the Sunflower League that I've talked to already, I think you're going to see some teams that will take steps forward, though their wins may not um, look like it. Um, and I'm, I'm talking more like some of the Shawnee Mission schools. I mean, Shawnee Mission North, you know, they only won two games last year, but they they were competitive. Uh, they lost a, those two big linemen that played in the All-Star game, but they're sure. doing some good things under Andy Walter. And Shawnee Mission South, I'm, be- I'm becoming a big Nick Foster fan and how he does things. And that's a team that's got, you know, starting to get their numbers better. Um, the Shawnee Mission schools, you know, outside of Northwest, which is Bo Black always has them in a position, you know, week in, week out. You're going to see some things change over the next few years as they add middle school football next year. Um, and I think that's going to help those programs get better. And then, you know, Shawnee Mission West had a change. Tim Callahan came over to Ruskin. Jeff Tolbert is taking over there. And Tim Callahan told me straight up, I needed a change. Shawnee Mission West needed a change. Um, and so that's it. And then look at the team like Olathe East. Coach Porter's, they've got some dudes. Um, Coach Porter's done a good job there. You know, Olathe West is maybe a question now with the, with the coaching change. Uh, don't know much about uh, John Wimmers, their new coach. Um, but TJ O'Neill's now over at Blue Valley North. Now, Blue Valley North could be better with Drew Hudgens coming over from Mill Valley. So it there's about – you're gonna we're going to get into that bracket. We may not know much. The bracket's going to be crazy. And, and there's going to be – I think there's going to be at least one or two games in that bracket in the postseason where we're like, oh, look what happened there. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's – I mean, I, I still think your Gardeners and your Blue Valley Northwest maybe – Playing the semis, uh, you know, down the line, or or throwing a Latham North in there, but there may, there's going to be somebody who steps up and beats somebody that, that hasn't won a postseason game in a while. You're talking uh, when you talk about the EKL, when you talk about the Sunflower League. Again, I think specifically in the Sunflower, um, it, you're right. It's it's Gardner Edgerton, it's Mill Valley. I think we believe that Olathe North will be up there as per usual. Um, and then I think in the EKL, we've mentioned Blue Valley Northwest should be strong. Bishop Miege, St. Thomas Aquinas. But Dion, you're right. You look kind of beyond, say, those top three in each league. And I'm getting a sense that there's a lot of confidence from coaches and what they have on the table this year that they'll take a step forward from last year. Blue Valley, Alan Terrell's got a lot of guys that he really likes in this group you know, how much of a step forward do they take now? Um, you called it on Olathe East. Um, I, I've heard a lot of buzz around that program. They've got a lot of veteran pieces that they really like this year. I think they'll take a step forward. You know, Shawnee Mission Northwest is always good uh, with with Bo Black at the helm. But you mentioned, you know, Shawnee Mission South is a team that I've heard really like some of their younger players. And mm-hmm. it's just a matter of, of kind of seasoning them a little bit this year. Um, Shawnee Mission West um, you, again, I covering recruiting, they've got a couple kids that test really, really well um, that, you know, if they can get those guys to become leaders this year, Shawnee Mission West could take some steps forward. So, uh, you know, I, I see. And then here's here's one that I haven't mentioned yet. Going back to the EKL guys, Blue Valley Southwest is going to be uh-huh. good this year. The question is, you know, are they going to be good enough to get back to where they were state semis last year? And really challenge Mill Valley because that was a game that they got there and it seems like repeatedly they'll get there and it's just not much of a game. But I'm telling you what, Blue Valley Southwest has everything they need to put forth their best season on paper. Um, But again, Dion, you know, that still might only get you fourth in the EKL. But again, like you said, maybe throw out the records. 
is are these teams taking steps forward? Forward. Because that's all that that's all you need come bracket play. Because once bracket play comes out, you know, who cares about the record? It's it's who's really playing well. And two more teams before we let you go. Olathe South and Blue Valley West. I, I expect them to be that de- de- you know, winning games. And and you've seen you've seen Josh Korkemeyer take the 500 or just above 500 team and go beat some teams in the postseason. Sure. And they, their, their offensive line and things like that are good. And Litchfield really likes the crew. He's got to come back at the late South. So you're going to, we're not going to have a hard time finding good games in either the Sunflower or the EKL this year. And we haven't even talked frontier league or UKC. <laughs> we'll talk about that next week. Cause we've got two weeks to get ready, but uh, it's going to be a fun, it's going to be a fun side on the Kansas side. Appreciate you guys having me. I'm looking forward to getting back out to it uh, again. Wichita week one, but uh, it won't be long before I'm back patrolling <laughs> Kansas City. Well, thanks a lot, Ryan. We will chat with you again next week. Thanks, guys. All right. That is GoPowerCat.com's Ryan Wallace. He joins us every week. Uh, we look forward to it. All right. When we come back, we will jump across the state line and do our Missouri Hour. You listen to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen, and I'm proud of my baseball career. I've been very fortunate to receive many accolades, including being named to the All-Star team three times. When you need to sell a home, you want the best. That's the REMAX agent. Real estate all-stars that put in the time, have the dedication, and hustle to take you from for sale to sold. That's REMAX. And don't worry, they've done this a million times. Start your search today with the REMAX app. Each office independently owned and operated. As you're driving today, look around you. The roads and bridges, the high-rises, the stadiums, the performing arts center. Who built them? The highly skilled men and women at the Kansas City Building and Construction Trades. Are you looking to get into a hands-on profession that pays for excellence? Train to be the best. Click on a new career today at beunion.com. That's B-E-Y-O-U-N-I-O-N.com. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick your next vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Honda, Toyota, Hyundai, Subaru, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 10 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Points, cash, gear, sports. With a Dick Scorecard, you earn points on all your purchases and get 3% back in rewards and access to exclusive deals and events. It's simple. Points lead to cash to buy gear so you can play more sports. Get your Dick Scorecard and start earning reward certificates today. Every season starts at Dick's. At Price Chopper, we're always chopping prices. Just like we're always making sure you get the best cut every time. Our expert meat cutters work hard to give you the freshest cuts of KC Pride beef you love at a price you'll love even more. And with our 200% guarantee on KC Pride beef, you can be sure you're giving your family the very best. For freshness, selection, and low prices, Kansas City knows. Price Chopper. Hey, Chiefs Kingdom. This is Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs. To stay at the top of their game, the Chiefs have trusted the University of Kansas Health System for their care. 
and you can trust them to care for you too. Whether you're a pro athlete, a student athlete, or a fan who likes to stay active, the care remains the same. Because the University of Kansas Health System cares for the entire Chiefs Kingdom. To request an appointment, visit kansashealthsystem.com slash chiefs.